Welcome to This Dad Reads, a bookish podcast spanning genres and fandoms. What is up, my fandom friends? I hope everyone is doing well out there. It's Jason here. I hope everyone's summer is getting off to a great start. I hope you have your summer reading goals all ready to go. And uh, like I've said before, halfway through the year, I hope that everyone's reading goals have been on track and that you are enjoying what you've been reading so far. Um... I have had a great reading year so far. There's been still a lot of life happening with, you know, school, new job. Life's always chaotic and crazy, right? But um, <laughs> still been able to carve out time um, for tons of fun books and so many great offerings we've had this year and still so much more to come. So today I am especially excited because I am doing a nerd out session with my buddy, Mitch, And that is coming up in just a second. But before we get into that, I wanted to go over my last current next. Let's check it out. So the last book I read was called The First Cylinder by Joseph Doherty. That was, um, it's the latest published review on thisdadreads.com. This is a relatively short sci-fi novel. It's a take on The War of the Worlds, the classic novel by H.G. Wells. But this one is from the perspective of the aliens, the Martians who invade Earth. Now, full disclosure, I've never read The War of the Worlds. I'm kind of aware of what it is just from pop culture. I know that there was a really famous radio drama that came out in the 1930s that caused, you know, widespread panic among, you know, citizens of the United States, people thinking it was an actual alien invasion. So, but I've never actually read that story. But having said that, this novel was still enjoyable for just kind of its unique take on the sci-fi trope. Um, it, add, it, it added a lot of humanity to this alien species and made it really relatable. So it was cool. It was definitely interesting. It was kind of like a found novel. The author Joseph Doherty kind of has himself as a character um, who found this recording and kind of translated it from Martian into English. So it was it was cool. It was uh, I love supporting all types of authors and this book kind of was right up my alley and it was a really quick read and my full three-star review is up now on thisdadreads.com. So check that out. The book I am currently reading is the newest Star Wars book, which is coming out July 18th. It is Inquisitor, Rise of the Red Blade by Delilah S. Dawson. Now, Delilah is one of my favorite Star Wars authors. Um, In terms of new canon, her books are at the top of my list, um, especially Phasma and Black Spire. Really good, like kind of a duology. People have said it's kind of a duology. There's some, uh, you know connecting storylines between those two books and just really love them and rise of the red blade takes place in the prequel era i'm not going to give too much away and i actually can't even say that much yet so um but it has to do with one of the inquisitors obviously who kind of starts her time as a jedi and tells the story of how she made that transition to the dark side. So I am still in the middle of it. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I really love when Star Wars just kind of jumps all around the timeline and tells unique tales. And this one kind of has some cool story moments and story hits that will be familiar to all of us and all of you. And so keep an eye out for my full review on thisdadreads.com closer to the publication date of that one. The next book I'm reading is 
Hard Contact, book one of the Republic Commando series by Karen Travis. Now this is gonna be the Essential Legends Collection edition. Um, I try to review and read all the Essential Legends collections as they come out. Um, the, this latest wave was published in May and I have not had the chance to read them yet. So I'm gonna jump on those as my next read. So I'm gonna kinda go on another Star Wars kick for the next three or four books. So I'm excited to jump into this one. I know nothing about this book. So if anyone is a fan of the Republic Commando series, let me know, let me know what I'm in for. But um, I will be reviewing this latest wave of Essential Legends collections for TatooineTimes.com. So keep an eye out there for my review on Hard Contact and a couple others in the coming month. So that's what I'm reading right now. I would love to hear what you are reading. Please hit me up on Instagram. Let me know what your last current next is. And I would love to share some of those with my listeners on a future episode. Hey, what's up, Casey? 78, how you doing, bud? I know, I am so excited to talk to Mitch today. Do you have everything ready to go for us? Perfect, thank you so much. Hey, I'll make sure to tell him hi, okay? Appreciate you. All right, without further ado, I am stoked to have my friend Mitch with me for my next Nerd Out session. We talk about a lot of our overlapping interests from K-pop to Star Wars. So as Casey's getting things up, set up for my time with Mitch, I just wanted to say really quickly, this is an adult podcast, but having said that, I, you know, I try to keep things pretty clean in terms of language and stuff, just in case there's little ones or little ears. And for this conversation, um, Mitch did let me know that it's his right as an Australian to curse. So I just wanted to give you that quick warning. If you are listening with little ears around, um, just letting you know that that is part of our conversation today. So let's kick things off, Casey. And I am stoked to welcome to the show my friend Mitch, or as you might know him, that dude that read that book. Welcome, Mitch. G'day. Yes, what's going on? I think you might officially be my like furthest remote interview session that I've done so far. Would be. Yeah. Most likely. I mean, if people can't tell by his accent, Mitch is way over down under in Australia. And uh, we've been connected for quite in, a month. In <laughs> what? In Australia, mate. In Australia, there mate. There you go. Oh my gosh! I, uh, as a precursor, we've already <laughs> we've talked about this already. But Mitch was saying it's his, you know, his right to swear as an Australian. I was just thinking, like, oh my Birth gosh, right. my kids are gonna, <laughs> my kids are gonna like love it because they love Bluey. Obviously, everybody loves Bluey. So, but I might have to really uh, be careful out with bits I, I show them of our inner of our conversation. <laughs> The best part about Bluey is that's made in Brisbane. And that's where you're from, right? So so, so that's where I'm from. Yes. And they actually had an Airbnb of the Bluey house. I've heard of that. That you could go and stay at. Yeah. I think they only had it for like a short time. That's epic. But they had it. That's epic. And the best part is, is when we went to the studio, we walk in and I think the studio that we recorded at, pretty sure that's where Bluey has recorded Shut some of their music. up. Oh my God. Yeah, because we walk in and there's a vinyl of Bluey like up on the wall. <laughs> a gold record. Because they have like bands that they've worked <laughs> with. Yeah. Like. So why don't you just take a minute? I mean, I was going to do it for you, but might as well like introduce yourself to my to the audience, to the people, the listeners out there. I'm, I think a lot of people know who you are. You've already been name dropped on the show when I had Zane yeah, I have, on. I have, so. Zane did, Zane. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about who yeah. you are, where you're from, what you do. I am Mitch. You can just call me Mitch. You don't need to call me that dude that read that book, <laughs> straight up. Um, I'm from Australia. Um, I am a affiliate streamer for Underground Esports. Um, that's kind of like my side thing. I work in solar. Um, 
I'm in a band. I play shitty punk music. And, yeah, I, I read books. Not as much as I should at the moment, a bit busy, but... <laughs> Well, the whole reason you're here is like you're doing a nerd out session with me because we've connected over our shared love of a lot of things um, over Instagram, over obviously books and Star Wars. And if you guys go and look at both of our socials like side by side, I would say <laughs> there's a lot of stuff like I my our shelves look very similar. I think, Mitch, like there's it's not just like one thing like my bookshelves aren't just books. Yeah, well, you got the mixture of like Lord of the Rings and everything. Like I've got that too. I've got Star Wars. Yes. I know you go into Dark Crystal, but like I've got what a Kevin Smith shelf. There just because I love Jane Silent Bob and all that. Go. I've got a Disney shelf. I have an entire glass cabinet of just Batman stuff. Yes, dude. Another one of Sweeney Todd. <laughs> like okay, nice. Yeah, I have like a vinyl one. I I don't show. I try to show off, a, you know, a, most of my stuff. I have two like pretty epic shelves that I'm very proud of. But same thing. I have a Batman shelf. I don't know if you've ever seen that up close. I have a J. Scott Campbell shelf, who's like one of my favorite comic book authors. Um, a vinyl, like vinyl music, K-pop. We'll get to that shelf. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, like, but it's all mixture. Like, I like to have mixed media mm. shelves. You know, like there's a pop with the book with this and that and so you have very similar vibes yeah everything everything needs to be like in its section yes. like i've got a shelf downstairs top like three shelves is just star wars because obviously that's the main yes. one and then the next one it's got like my wife is a spyro fan so we have like a spyro section we've got lord of the rings kevin smith there's a harry potter one which is a little bit of a touchy subject at the moment. <laughs> right, right. Um, and then, yeah, just a bunch of other stuff. That's fun. That's fun. Well, all that to be said, it was only a matter of time until we made this happen and had you on to have a nerd yes. out. So I'm yes. really stoked to have you here, man. I'm, I've am i been looking forward to this conversation for a while because um, I'm sure... I'm sure like most of these other conversations I have with my friends, you're my friend. We're, we're real friends. We're online friends. We can just talk forever. Yeah. Like it, it, if we were in the exact same room on the same continent in the same time zone, we would be having the same conversation. Right. So I'm just stoked to yeah. be able to record it and yeah. share it with everyone and share who like share you with like other people too, who might not know who you are. So anyway, stoked to have you. They should know who I am. I'm kind of a big right? deal. Twitch. Do you know, Twitch. do you know who I think I am? <laughs> I'm a big deal. You're a very big deal. I mean, what did you say? You're an EA Sports affiliate streamer. You're in a band. Uh, Esports underground. There you go. Yeah. See? Big big time. Big time. Hey, just really quick, too. Um, I know um, you have that dude that read that book. That's kind of like your book handle. But you have a couple, like, you have mm -hmm. a, some separate handles for your separate, separate stuff, too. Do you, like, what, <laughs> what was that? Hold on to your pants. Uh -oh. Okay. <laughs> so... I have that dude that's in that band. I have that dude that read that book. I have that dude that made that video. And I have that dude that plays that game. D okay, there you go. There you go. <laughs> See, I've almost, I've had the same thought because there's a lot of things I'm into too that I was like, oh my gosh, am I limiting myself Branding. by reading? Just... Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you yeah. might be my inspiration for the future. Mitch, I can't even remember, man. Like how, I'm trying to go back and think about when we first I can. started. In okay, oh. Uh-oh. Oh, am okay. I a bad friend now? I don't remember. Okay. No, 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 no. I have a dumb shit memory when it comes to stuff like okay. this. So Justin followed me. And then I was following him back. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Then he went to Star Wars Celebration, and obviously he met a bunch of people. Then there's that infamous photo of you and him together. Okay, yes. 
I found your profile. I follow. There we go. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And someday there will be a picture of all three of us and everyone else who you, me, Zane, Justin, everybody, like, sorry if I didn't name drop all my oh. online friends, but someday that's like my dream is to have like the most epic Star Wars book meetup ever. I would sell both my kidneys just to get over to a Star Wars celebration in the States. I mean, you and me both, man. Who knows when that's even going to happen next? <laughs> I had all... I had, Who needs kidneys? What? Who needs kidneys? I don't, right? They're optional, Seriously, right? That's you don't DLC. Need There's plenty of people who do, so you're just doing every, someone a favor, right? Yeah. I can't wait. I know. The but next time... This celebration's closer to me. What was that? This celebration is technically closer oh, to me being in Japan. okay. So you got to make everyone come to so, you then. You make everyone... Hoof it uh, over there. If if it if it come to Australia, it would go to Melbourne. Okay, okay. Out of anywhere, yeah. Seriously, that's goals. Like but, I would love. I I I've never traveled to Australia, or New Zealand. Like those would be dream like destinations for me someday. So, family vacation when the kids are older or something like that. So, yeah, well, we got Australia Zoo here. Oh man, that's all they need. Seriously, that's all they need. Well, C- Queensland, you've got like you got Australia Zoo. We've got Movie World. We got Dream World and Sea World. Okay, kind okay. Of relatively close together yeah and the bluey like then, the bluey thing first i mean yeah come yeah on. My, my daughter would die she would literally die if we went to blueys like uh, yeah. the only episode of bluey i've watched is one that's banned in america we went and found them we found them all it, it's it's the fart episode. yes and that's my kid's favorite one <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that got banned i know <laughs> like, so stupid that show is legit so good though there are so much garbage f- shows for kids these days and like I sound so old when I say that, but like seriously garbage. Like, but Bluey is the yeah. one thing where I'm like, I will actually like sit and get distracted enough to like watch more of it, you know, <laughs> while they're watching it because yeah. it's so good. Anyway, it's so relatable. So I'll probably get into that. Just got a new little nephew last oh, week. Oh, nice. So yeah. we'll probably get eventually, into that. Eventually, yeah. eventually. Yep. Yeah. yeah. My daughter like has, she's watched them all numerous times. So very, very familiar. <laughs> Love yeah. it. Um, Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna dive in um, to something that I know both of us have been excited to talk about. Um, like I said before, yes. we have a lot of overlapping interests, but I want to start with one that is very close to my heart: um, music, uh, and most particularly, most beautifully, most epically, our shared love of K-pop. So, dude, you don't even know when you started posting on your story. At one point, I don't even know when this was about Blackpink, and I was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> you yeah. love, like, you know, yeah. I know Blackpink's huge. Don't get me wrong. Hear me say, but I will say K-pop is the, one of the things that I don't have a lot of actual connections with most, a lot of people in my real life or my online life. And so it's. I'll say, I just force it on everyone. Oh yeah. I mean, my family, my kids, my household, they all know. Like <laughs> at work, it's like, you're listening to this. Yes. I, you will be happy. Serotonin yes. is in your Oh head. my gosh. So good. Right. And I have numerous friends who have been my music buddies for years and we send each other songs but it's like i cannot get them out of the western like english stuff and i'm like guys i know you you are my pop music guys but i cannot get them into k-pop and i don't know i think it's the language barrier but and you know everyone's on their own journey that's fine like if it's not going to be for you it's not going to be for you but it's just like i want it's like my mission to convert as many people as possible and when i hear my wife humming k-pop songs that like part of my job has been done. <laughs> yeah. The main thing about K-pop is it's not for the music. 
K-pop is solely a business. And the reason behind that is like that means their songs are mathematically made to sound as good as they possibly mm-hmm, can because mm-hmm. it is made to make money. Sure. It is made to make these like idols look good. And that that's one thing that I just love like being a musician myself is just sitting there and just pulling apart yes. like Teddy with Blackpink and that. Like he just just adding little things like one of like um Crazy Over You by Blackpink, how it just has that like noise yeah. in it. I'm like who the fuck thinks of that? But the production, like, I it, would argue like that it is toy. about, the, like, the producers behind it are, like, the most creative, mm. like, mute. Like, obviously, there's, I would say there's an argument to say, like, pop music, pop music can be, like, bland and boring or whatever. But I think it's really hard to write really good pop music. Like, to have something be that mm. catchy is actually a skill. And I think to what you said, they, Korea treats K-pop as, like, a sport, right? So, it's a competition. And so, I think that makes... There's like an inherent like um, drive for these producers and then the companies to put out like the best or the craziest mm. or the so to me that's a benefit because as a music lover as a pop music lover it just makes it just feels like it elevates like the pop music genre and I, I I've heard a lot of people talking about why they love K-pop online because they they feel like it's this evolution of like Western to like this kind of like 2.0 like extra like the thing with K-pop is the best era of pop music, in my opinion, was Please the 2000s. say the early 2000s. Yes, the 2000s, yes. And and that's what yes. it is. Like, it's just, it sounds, it just has that nostalgic yes, feel of but, like, elevated 2000s. and modern and, yeah. Mm. And, like, one thing, the how you said with the language barrier before, the one thing is, like, obviously, I grew up listening to metal where it's, like, deathcore, death metal and all that, where it's just screaming. Where most of the times you can't understand what the lyrics are anyway. So like going into K-pop, it's yes. like this makes sense to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> but what is? Maybe you can speak to this because I've seen this a lot. Like I've seen a lot of um, like K-pop reactors and like a lot of metal fans, like male metal fans, gravitate to K-pop. Yep. Like, what is that? Like, I don't understand that. So what do you? Where do you? Where do you think that comes from? Their song structures are basically metal song structures. Okay. The way they do, like their dance break, that's basically guitar a, like, solo breakdown. Or Okay. Or something like that. Like it's there. Like the way that they structure it is very and there's some bands like uh Dreamcatcher mm-hmm. and that where they use a lot of rock mm-hmm. elements and stuff like that. Like they actually use like guitar and everything in their songs and it sounds incredible. Right. Like when we were saying when um Shutdown came out, how there's that whole section where they've got like the real drums yes. in that. You're like, that just slaps, yes. like it's there, like they're yeah. like real instruments, like shockers, guitars in actual pop music. Mm. Like, yeah. <laughs> Love that. I know. I love it. So I know we've talked about our shared love of um, Blackpink. We've talked about twice. Like you, uh, it's hard. The girl group thing, I have, I'm very picky about the girl group thing. I don't know. There's something just about the the voices Same. I have to like, I have to, uh, to me, at, I'm uh, the opposite. <laughs> at a certain point, they kind of. It's male groups. Male groups, I'm like, mm, no. Nah. Yeah, but see, then. Female I, groups, I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> see, but then male groups, I don't know why. I feel like I just feel they have a different vibe and I feel like I can. I don't know what it is. Maybe I can distinguish voices better for males and girls. I don't know what it is, but anyway. Look, I, I'm 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 willing to die on my hill. I'm going to get cancelled right now. Uh oh. I don't think BTS are that good. <gasps> Dude, I don't I don't care about getting cancelled. I don't like them that much either. There's some songs, <laughs> but I agree. I feel like there's some songs. Some songs. They use so yes. much auto tune. Like I don't know what. what the, I don't like that. But. Like fake love, banger, immaculate song. Yeah. And like they do have their good songs, yeah. but like. 
I will say though, uh, Stray Kids are better. Dang, are yes, better. and dang, dude, what was I just DMing you before we got on? I was like, go watch Stray yeah. Kids' new release. I'm freaking out. <laughs> I've been so busy. No. I miss, I've missed it the whole time and I'm sitting here. I'm just like, this fucking it's... slaps, dude. I send it to my wife. I'm like, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I send it to my boss. So one person in my real life and I have a new job. My boss, I, we've connected over K-pop. She's my friend for a long time. I, she's a BT. She's army like all the way hardcore. So I'm trying to open mm. her eyes. And she, she, she feels like she can't betray her guys. And like, she doesn't want to invest in like the emotional investment and the money. And another group, I'm like, YouTube's free. You can listen to anything you want. So I'm I'm trying to open her yeah. eyes right so i was like stray kids i think is gonna be how i get her because um they're i feel like they've kind of and as, yeah they're they're better and they're so hot <laughs> i was telling my <laughs> wife <laughs> oh they're so pretty <laughs> goals they are pretty goals. men oh yeah she was felix with the deep voice oh, killer just, just sweep me away in your arms on a oh horse oh my gosh and his like he's like singing in the, a lot of their new album anyway so good um what i was going just to say deep. was bts was actually part of my bridge to k-pop um because it, mm. i got into it i found some article years ago i started getting k-pop i think like 2018 i want to say um and it was basically because of um despacito like the huge like global whatever mm. justin bieber smash and there's this article about like how like non-english language tracks are like becoming a thing and like blah 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 so it wasn't the macarena for you <laughs> it has its place um but uh and they referenced uh bt and of course i've heard of, i'd heard of bts but for some reason i would just they referenced one of their latest songs and it was um DNA. DNA. Anyway, so it was yep. BTS no. DNA. It was like, it was a mid-release. It's not even one of their biggest songs, but I actually really loved it. And that really opened my eyes. I think because of Despacito, my kids loved it. They were like singing, I'm half Mexican. So like Spanish is not that far yeah. off. Um, and so, but then I was like, yeah, who cares? Like my kids are singing the song. They don't know what it is. And so I kind of just start, listened in a different way. And my cousin back in the day, he loved J-pop and he was way into like manga. And so some of those songs like in my youth or like kind of jokey songs but i never really crossed over mm. into like asian pop but then for some reason like a switch flipped and then i was gone then <laughs> it was over i i could name the exact flip of the switch for me because i've got a korean friend and then like they brought up blackpink and i gave a song half-assed listen i was like oh yeah and then money by lisa blew up on TikTok. oh yeah and that didn't didn't like dance yes. break part. she's so good i was like that slaps that slaps yeah. so hard and then i went and then i looked up bumbaya oh my gosh yes my daughter loves that that song. was it <laughs> that was it done done i was sold mm -hmm. i was sold rose rose is the love of my life she's the best hail's the yeah. second like oh, <laughs> oh dude like <laughs> I love Blackpink though too because I feel like they kind of defy that. Maybe it's because they're a little bit more international or like some of where they come from is different. Mm. But they don't have that as much of the girl group um, stuff that like annoys me <laughs> with other with other groups. Yeah. So they just well yeah. the Netflix documentary. Yeah, I watched that. It was like good. when I was getting into them, I watched that and I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. Like that where it kind of shows the background. Yeah. Like I know agencies are rough. They can be sure. very very sure. rough. Like seeing some girls just like pass out from exhaustion because yes. they do like 14 hour days and have like a day oh, off. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. insane. And they're like, paid like nothing. <laughs> gotta respect the hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked that you're my like K pop guy. I mean, you're inspiring me to be a little bit more vocal about that. I, I'm not, I don't hide it. I don't have guilty pleasures, but uh, there is no such thing as guilty I agree. pleasure. Nothing. No, I agree. You like what yep. you like. There is no such yep. thing. 
I totally agree. So that's why I was like, we have to talk about K-pop and spread the love. So I will say mm. some of my favorite groups, before we stop, before we bore all of my Star Wars book reading fans, friends out there, um, I would say check out Stray yeah, Kids. Check out. I know Sorry, this isn't... This isn't a visual podcast, so I'm, I'm going to just grab two of my vinyls to show you the duality. Please do of my please music. Please do, please do. While he does that, I'm going to list off some of my K-pop groups that you should rec- that you should check out. I recommend you checking out Stray Kids, which we just said, Blackpink, NCT. NCT is up my one of my biggest favorite groups ever. They're hard to explain. They have multiple units, but NCT Dream, NCT One Two Seven. Go just YouTube. Click them in on YouTube. Type them in on YouTube. Look at some of the highest views and just go check it out. You'll never be the same. In the Court of a Dragon by Trivium, like one of the frontiers of modern metal. Okay. <laughs> and now this is one of them. This is, is it the, the album? first album I ever owned. I had it on cassette as oh, a kid. Oh, oh, Bought it from the local, like, cheap shop. Uh-huh. And sync, no there strings attached. There you go, dude. Epic, epic. I've heard so many people say that they feel like modern, like K-pop is the evolution of like boy band, like that the boy bands, the like yeah bubblegum yeah. from the two thousands. And I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Just like multiply it by like by double. Like these groups are like nine, eleven, twelve members. You know. Anyway, so good. Yeah. Um, but while we wrap up on K-pop, what are some of your other recommended groups you would check out? I listed off some of mine. Itzy. Okay, Itzy. Espa. Mm-hmm. Dreamcatcher, Twice, uh, Somi is really good. She is a part of like Black Label, which is an offshoot of like YG. Okay. And if you like Blackpink, Somi is because Teddy writes oh, okay, her songs okay. too. Um, here's another one. Hang on, I'll get my K-pop playlist out. <laughs> it's the one that I play the most at work. Esper, I've already said. Le Seraphim, mm-hmm. they're fairly new. Uh, you've got uh, I've I've have a couple of good songs and New Jeans. Okay, yep. N- new Jeans are blowing up at the moment with Oh My God. Yes, definitely heard of that. Been on my radar. Oh my, oh my God, yes, yes, yes. Well, why don't you share what you you just sent me a message? You've been recording with your band. What did you just do with one of those songs that you wrote? Or do you want, do you want, can you um, share that? Yes. So, well, it's not one that we've recorded, but I've written it. It's called Momo Stand because everything in the song, we play it twice. Like the intro guitarist played twice. The whole band plays it twice. Verse twice, chorus twice, verse twice. So there's a lot of twice. And I was like, I'm going to try to jam this song for the lyrics that reference twice. <laughs> there you go. Love it. So I ended up with 10, 10 twice song titles. That's referencing it, like "Set Me Free," the feels. That's so amazing, and that's all that. Awesome. Yeah, "Set Me Free" has been oh, one of my jams this year. So good. Oh, uh, we could talk about this the whole time. So let's transition to Star Wars. <laughs> let's go into another one of our shared loves. So, Mitch, what can you tell me about? This is something that I we've never talked about. So, how were you first introduced to Star Wars, and how did you kind of officially jump into like the fandom proper? I guess. So I didn't have anybody give me Star Wars. My parents haven't seen it. Like, I just kind of did it on my own. So in, what, 1999, 2000, when Phantom Menace came out, like, it looked cool on TV. There was a dude with, like, red sword. I'm like, that's really cool. 
And I got a show bag from our local show that when show bags are actually good and it come with like the visual encyclopedia, it had like a little pod race scene, a Java sit on it and it had like Anakin in the pod. And then um, I remember I was sick in 2005 when Revenge of the Sith came out and it just came out on VHS. So I made mum, she's like, I'll go to the video store if anyone remembers what they are <laughs> and I'll, I'll hire the video and I was like, yeah, I want Revenge of the Sith. And I watched that and I was like grade six. So I thought it was cool. And then I hit puberty and I'm, I was like, I'm too cool for this shit. Threw out all my things, threw out me fucking Thunderbirds toys and that that I loved. No. Got rid of those. They're worth a fortune now. I'm like, probably shouldn't have done that. Threw them all out and then um, and then what got me back into Star Wars was when I was about 16, 17, kind of going out of that, like, oh, I'm too cool for this kind of stage when you just kind of fuck it, just embrace what who you are. Um, the local Target and that, that was when they did those re-releases of the mm-hmm. original trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I picked up Empire because I remember that was my favorite and had the version that had, like, the two different versions. There was a theatrical version and the thing. I got that. I just fell in love again. Like, I just sat down and watched it again. And, like, you know, that, that was a good 10 years in, in there. And then I sat down, fell in love with it, and then went back through, played a bunch of the old games on my computer at the time, and then Disney bought it. And then that's when everything just started coming back mm-hmm. into the subconscious of society of, hey, Star Wars is back. And then the thing that really, really got me, like, hooked into Star Wars was... Bloodline. Nice. Okay. I read Bloodline and I was like, this is incredible. I need to read every bit of media that's within canon now. Was that your first Star Wars book? Um, I did read the first of the Thrawn, original Thrawn trilogy okay. when I was a wee okay. lad. Because I used to read a lot even when I was a kid. We have um, a MS Readathon okay. here where you read so many books and then you get donations and you get prizes and it goes to multiple sclerosis um, research and stuff like that. I used to do that as a kid. But then, yeah, Bloodline, I picked it up and I was like, I read and it got to like the big ending, like the big plot twist. I don't... You can, you can, can say. I, can I talk yeah, spoilers? Sure. <laughs> like w- when when everybody finds out like Vader, like Leia is Vader's daughter and just everything goes to shit. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is incredible. Just Claudia's, Claudia. So, so good. good. Yeah, Lost Stars was my first book, and um, I couldn't put it down. I own it. Haven't Dude, read it yet. what? Haven't read it yet. Uh, I have so many Star Wars books that I've just got there that I haven't, like, I haven't started Phase 2 yet. Okay, the okay. You're in for it, man. Um, but n- n- now that it's kind of yeah. yeah. wrapping up, I was like, okay, now I can. Because I was kind of pissed off with the whole... Not following on. I was like, I want to know what happens. Yeah. Give me the fucking answers. <laughs> <laughs> and just, We're yeah. so close. But I think I'm really, keep me updated. I mean, I'll follow what you're doing, obviously, online. But I mm. um, I think now that it's over, it's really cool. And I'm really actually yeah. bummed that it's over. Well, that this phase is over. Um, I've said it yeah. before in other places. Like, I hope this isn't the last that we see some of these characters. Because I feel like a lot of us are kind of like, oh, okay, well. That, that's different. That's unexpected. Um, yeah. And there's been some highs and lows for sure, I would say, but I think you'll like it. 
Yeah. Um, that's like, but another thing with being Australian, it's a little bit harder to get the books. Yeah. Like, uh, America gets them like two weeks before Australia does. And then even then, you can't find them in the oh, shops. Oh, bummer. Okay. And then when you go down to the shops, they're like fucking $35. <sighs> that sucks. And you're like, and then you resort to Amazon, but I like the hunt. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I like to walk into a shop and go, oh, there it is, grab it. And then see the price and go, oh, put it back. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's most of uh, a lot of people's deal. It's like the thrill of the hunt, right? Of like whatever it is. Mm. So that's always a part of it. Even, But then I can't complain too much. Um, one of my friends who's from Poland, uh, Brave Book, Alex, I share all of her uh-huh. stuff. Um, her waiting for them to be translated. Oh, and that's then that's even like even more months further struggle. down. And I was like, oh, I, I can't yeah, complain too I much. Know. I guess I know, but and that hardcovers are impossible to get here really pretty much. Yep, that's like um, when the Ascendancy trilogy uh-huh. came out, and people were like, "How'd you get a paperback?" It's like that's, that's all, all I, I could get, get without without cutting off my foot going here. Have this because <laughs> you've already given away your kidneys. Um, yeah, that's, that, that is interesting because I've done some pre-orders. There's, um, some other books that like when the, I like authors that are, um, some like UK authors and their stuff doesn't come out in mm. the States right away. And so I'll be like, oh, I'll pre-order it through this like retail or this like a uh, <clears throat> global retailer or this UK retailer. Yeah, Cause you were saying that with in the George Mann. Yeah, that's right. And so, um, yeah, Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. (laughs) It's another Fletcher. So Tom Fletcher and his wife, they write like this sci-fi series together and so i thought i was ordering i thought i pre-ordered the hardcover of their one of their books and it came in it was like the international paperback so like international mm. paperback like that's what you get as the new release for a lot of them and i didn't realize yeah. that was a thing so part of me yeah. was bummed but then part of me was like well i still got it and i guess it was cheaper <laughs> but when i i've seen one hardcover in store everything else i bought online one hardcover and that was the family at war the mm. like retelling mm. of the yeah, Skywalker saga thing. story. Why? Why is That's that a thing? There? Like, it. is it? I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I've got uh, Lost Stars in hardcover that I got off okay. Amazon. I am trying my hardest to find the first book in the Padme series. Oh, I can't remember which hardcover? one. Queen Shadow. Queen's something. Queen Shadow. Which whichever one's the first one. <laughs> yeah. I just. Because there's Peril and there's... Uh, um, Peril was the one I was thinking Oh, of. we're horrible. We're, we're horrible. We're getting cancelled for this. <laughs> those aren't my, oh, those aren't my favorite books either, so that's they're not the tip of my... <laughs> oh, I, I, I haven't read them yet, so... <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, and I feel like there's a lot of people, it's their mission to own all the hardcovers. And for me, like, I, I'm a collector, so, like, uh, and I'll read them, however, but if I really love a book... Then I'll to me I want like a special edition. So like the hardcover isn't always the thing for me. Um, anyway, so like all of my Red Rising books, I only have I I bought them in paperback first because I just wanted them and I just bought them there the cheapest. So Ooh. oh, you're not gonna like me for this one. I'm a hundred pages into the Red Rising. Mm. Not there yet. It fell off. It okay, fell off. You got to keep going. Really good, and then it just hit a wall. It just hit a wall for me. I'm like I don't like. I'm this sorry. Anymore. Keep going. That's what Justin said too, and I. Uh, I, yeah. I, it's so hard because my brother-in-law said the same thing. I feel like that is some, a lot of people's take on the first book. And so Justin's on. Cause it starts so brutal. Like the pulling down and that, I was like, Oh, oh my God, yeah, it's rough. And I think people give Kevin and Scott then, a hard time for like the amount of people he's killed in his books, but Pierce Brown folks, 
you don't even know. Like, it's wild. So yeah. I would say keep going. I know it, could, it might be rough. The first one's the most like YA I would feel, and some people feel like it's weird um, and not what they were expecting. But I... Uh, I'm a massive man-child, so YA doesn't Okay, yeah. Me. YA, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> YA is awesome. So anyway, it's, it's a, a book. book. You'll love Path of Deceit, dude. Like, so good. So good. And of course, well, Kevin, wrote well, Kevin, it, well, Kevin did Path of Vengeance. It was Tessa and Justina that did the first path, Path of Deceit. So oh, it's okay. yeah. amazing. Like, you'll love it. You'll love it. I guess, like, part of this, I was like, I don't know some of these things about like Australian culture. Like, I didn't know the hardcovers was such a weird. Like, do you have used bookstores mm. that, that like carry stuff like that or around? Oh, um, actually, there's one store near me. Um, it's called the Book Bucket. Uh-huh. And you can go and buy books, but if you take in some books, you can get books back for oh, free. That's cool. So you know, like you take four books, you might get one. You know, you got to keep. Yeah, it fair. yeah. I found one of the Rebels books, Ezra's Gamble. Okay, nice. I got it for four dollars. It's fucking thir- like one hundred and thirty-eight dollars on what? Amazon. I got it for four dollars. Better flip that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh no! Oh, stoked. <laughs> that's so awesome. Oh, stoked. That's so cool. You found treasure. That's part of. That's the treasure hunt. Like. They had the hardcover of um, one of the Thrawn. I can't remember which one, the original trilogy. But I already had that. Last Command, they had that. Oh, okay, okay. That is something that I could get really quickly, like, distracted. and Like, there's a couple really good, um, like, there are friends of, over here we do, like, friends of the library. So it's basically like a volunteer arm Mm. of our county libraries. And they, it's like, they manage, like, a used the used bookstore. It's hard to explain. So, but this one, um, they have certain hours. And if I think about it too much, I could schedule my life around like going to those every week. (laughs) And so there's been waves of my life where it's like, Oh, I'm going to that. Or, or they're open. They open on Saturdays from nine to noon. So I'm definitely going to wake up and take the kid, but it's wild because you never know what you might find. You know, we do. (laughs) Yeah. We do have this thing. Um, it's in the city. It's called like book fest. It's lifeline. It's like a charity shop where they just get all their books and you just go in you can just buy all these ones. Uh, speaking of the most goated lifeline in the world, the one that um, Brian from My Star Wars mm-hmm. Book Collection, that man has the most goated fucking bookstore I've ever seen. Because, <laughs> like, his collection is the most nuttiest thing I've yeah. ever seen. Like, he's got everything. And then because um, he'll message me and he's all like, oh, do you need any of these? And I'll be like, I need that one. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll post it up to you. What? Legend. That's awesome. See, and that's the best part about making like friend like Star Wars friends online. Like it's just sharing it. Mm. Like it's spreading the love and just helping each other out. Like that's so good. Oh, it's cool cool. finding other Australians in it as well. Because like a majority of the people I follow are American. And then there's a handful of Australian ones that I'm like, fuck yeah. We we've got like there's um Sarah Collector Mixie. Uh She's in Melbourne and stuff like that. And I'm like, it's just cool to know that there's other people so here. Cool. And we're like we'll message each other, be like, oh, Big W's got the book for 16 bucks. And we're like, yes. <laughs> All right, off we go. <laughs> See you there. <laughs> like the timeline book, the timeline yes. book, they had that there for like 40 okay. bucks. And we're like, yeah, it's in there. We're like, mm, straight That's there. That's awesome. Because Big W is Big W is like a, uh, I, I don't want to say like Walmart in a way, but like, yeah, books come out to Dimmicks, which is like the big bookstore oh, okay. here. Um, they have $32, but Big W will get it for 16 Oh, okay, okay. So they Is get it like a it little bit more like, discount type thing? Yeah, it's, I think it's because they buy bulk. Gotcha. And yeah, so they can mark it down. 
Big W? What is that? Like, I don't... Big Warehouse. Oh, okay, gotcha. But it's Big okay, W, gotcha. yeah. And then, because, like, our Target, and that's completely different to American Target. Oh, okay. Like, Target's clothes, books, houseware, that's it. Okay. I wish that's what American like, Target was. like, yours has, like, food and everything, American too. Target has declined. It. I hate it now. They don't carry anything. See, tar- like, Target is the bougie fucking top top tier thing that's kind of what it's turning into here and i hate it like i grew up going to target and it was like you could afford like as a kid if you had like five bucks you could buy something that's gone like you Mm. can't and the hunt doesn't exist there because they don't carry it like i live in a pretty metropolitan area there's some big targets where i'm at if you go on release day release week of some big books good luck like they might not even have it yeah or if they have it like oh it's in the back can you come back tomorrow we'll try to find like what it's stupid. I I waited in a big W for twenty minutes for them to dig a book out of the back. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was because I love I love Halsey and it was her poetry oh, okay. book. And and I was like, I need this. I need this. The book broke my heart, but I was like, I need this poetry book. And I just I was like, Do you have it? They're like, Yeah, it's out the back. And they're like, Do you mind waiting? I was like, it's I'll fine. wait. It's fine. I was just sitting there, <laughs> sitting there twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> yes. Or the bad thing is, I'm like, I'm like, look, I can see the sticker. Where, here's the name of the book I want. The shelf, it's empty. Like, go find it, please. Like, I, I will buy this book. Like, it's yeah. wild. Anyway, um, that's so interesting. I can't, dude. Someday, like, will you give me a tour of a big W, and we'll go, we'll go oh, on a yeah. shopping spree. We we can get a big bucket of sour sour. Um, Sour worm lollies. Big bucket, 10 bucks. Those are my favorite, seriously. (laughs) Sour gummy stuff, I'm down. So down. Okay, uh, where were we at? Oh, we talked about already. So you said, what are, so, okay, so Bloodline, that was your, one of your first ones. What are some of your other favorite books in Star Wars, Star Wars world? Thrawn, obviously. OG and new? Thrawn, so both. Look, they're equal. They're they're equal. I can't pick, like, all, all three of the trilogies, like, I it's not like a, it's not like a child where you can pick your favorite. Like it's definitely all three. I think are equal. Like I mean, the end of the Empire trilogy is immaculate. Yeah. It's perfect every, every second of that. Like I don't really read books back to back. Okay. Like I might read one. I might go to a different one, then go to a second. But they need to be really good for me to like okay. read them all because I, I I kind of space it out okay. a bit. Thrawn books, all three. Wow. Straight out. Okay. Okay. Like all of them. And Hunger Games. Hunger Games was because I never saw the okay. movies. I read the Hunger Games book. I read all three in a week. I was like, just had yeah, me. Good. Choke hold. That's awesome. Just, yeah. Nice. Well, dude. Oh, and Lord of the okay. Rings. Okay. Lord of the Rings. Fair, I read fair. all fair. back to back. Dan, I'm hoping. Oh, I want Red Rising to cross. I want you to cross over and get to that point where you like can't stop. So, like, please push okay. through for me. Will you please do it? <laughs> I'll try. Okay. Okay, I'll try. Please. Um, it doesn't get any less brutal, so I don't know if that was the thing that triggered you. Then maybe, but I mean, oh no, okay. I've, 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 I've managed to read it by Stephen King in four days, okay. <laughs> and that book, the start of that book, like it's so rough. Like the movie shows like the homophobia that they have, but the book is so rough. You're like, oh god, <laughs> this is, this is not good. <laughs> and then there's the weird bit at the end with the kids and. 
I'm like, okay, so it's not content necessarily. I've made it okay, through okay, that. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. I've made that. Made please, please that, yeah. try. Maybe I had unrestricted access to the internet when I was like ten. I've okay. seen it all, man. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna get a new group thread going with me, you, and Justin because I know Justin's been. He finished the first one. He charged through, and he's on the second Red Rising. So I'm like, please keep going. So I, I'll have just like a uh, cheer you guys on <laughs> thread between us. Yeah. Um. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so who who are your, some of your star, favorite Star Wars characters? I mean, I mean, you said Thrawn already, but who is the person Thrawn, like you? Yeah. You find something at a shop, or you'll buy it that has their face on it. Okay, Thrawn, <laughs> Thrawn, Thrawn. Yeah, I I have Thrawn tattooed on me. Oh, so. nice. Okay, so damn. Okay, show it. This is an visual podcast. But I visual, see it. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And then my other boy, my original. There love. you go, Boba. Love it. And the slave one. So cool. That's awesome. He'll have to show the day this podcast airs. Make sure you just put those tattoos on your story. Then I can uh, share them. Everyone can see what I just saw. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What was I going to say? So what are some of your most prized like Thrawn possessions that you have? I mean, besides your tattoo, you just showed me that, but. You can't find anything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm like everyone else. I've got the little black series Thrawn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Like, there's just nothing. I've been trying to find the one where it's got the Islamari around his neck. From that, that was like an old, older one. Um, trying to find that the um the figure, like the action figure. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just because he's got the Islamari because they did release Luke a couple Mm -hmm. years ago for the Mm -hmm. Air of the Empire Mm -hmm. like lot. I was like, give me a Thrawn, and they just never. Bummer. Okay. Okay. But hold my god, my wallet is gonna hurt once Ahsoka comes out. You're just gonna buy everything, whatever they put out. Yeah, yeah. no, it's true. I'm really hoping for a hot toy. That's there that's you go. The main okay. One. So, what was your response when uh, in Mando season two when his name got dropped? I jumped off the couch <laughs> and ran around the kitchen table. Hales, come here. Can you can please confirm that story? <laughs> I'll, I'll get my wife to confirm that I literally ran around the That's table. That's awesome. I can say that I gasped and my wife was like, what? What's happening? Oh, what's happening? When when Ahsoka says, where's Grand Admiral Thrawn? My reaction was I jumped off the couch and ran around the table. Yes, yes. He was legitimately Hi. <laughs> He was legitimately running around the entire living room downstairs and it was just... It was That's crazy. awesome. Was oh my gosh, time. I love your necklace. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That was the first gift I gave That's her. All, she can't yeah. hear me probably, huh? That's amazing. No, <laughs> no I can't hear probably, sorry. But, yes, yeah, yeah. that's that's the first gift he gave me when we got together for my birthday. Yeah. And I've pretty Never much taken, it, taken off. it off. Never taken it off. Oh, as you shouldn't. I got that riz. I got that riz. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Sorry. Dang, making all oh, of everyone else look bad over here. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm going to go back. Okay. Back. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's actually. Oh, true. That's awesome. That's awesome. I I feel like most of us who know who who know we're just like what? Let's go. Let's like, go. And we knew it was going to be Lars, people, right? Like, did we have any doubt it was going to be Lars? It had to be. But like, a lot of people. Here's another controversial thing: is go on about Thrawn's like way in Rebels. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, oh, it's not. It's not the one that. He was in it for 15 fucking minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes, not even a full episode worth over four seasons. 
Fair. I mean, fair call. And then people are like, oh, Dave Filoni, Dave Filoni's going to ruin him. It's like, give him yeah, a chance. Yeah, yeah. He has more room to breathe yes. here. Like, give him a chance. Like, I mean, I kind of get it. I don't, I don't think I'm as like steeped in the love as like a lot, some people are but i really i mean having read all the books mm. it's like you you know him and so it, it it is like most book people the higher public people like i we want to have faith that they're going to treat our beloved characters right you know um but yeah another thing about thrawn though is there's a lot of years between what when we've seen him last in the books and mando and now yeah, yeah. Are we uh, are we the same people we were before fair, COVID? Fair. No, we 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 are different. He could be the malicious yeah. asshat that he is in like the original trilogy that he yeah. did. Like he could be yeah. brutal. He could be like like we don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe the chisser got fucking exploded. Yeah. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. yeah. Who, who knows? Like, and I mean, honestly, like, who cares? Like, he's off. coming. Like, it's happening. Like, just enjoy mm. that it's happening, right? And, like, go for the ride. I just just seeing the back I of know. his head. Just I know. the back of his head in I the know. trailer. I know. Oh, so hot. I know. So cool. I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, you know, I'll have to have you back on once Manda, once that, uh, sorry, Manda, once Ahsoka starts. Or we should have just, like, an epic nerd out session with, like, multiple people and talk about yeah. um, Ahsoka. That'd be fun. Yeah. Anyway. That's cool. I um, you might have seen on mine. I have a couple. I I love I love Thrones just like aesthetic, right? Like obviously, like the skin and the eyes. It's so cool. I have my little like mini rebels um bust like um from Gentle Giant. I love that thing. It's so nice. And then I only I have like the little um pin, the I don't know what it's called, but it was a it was a blind box pin that I had to go buy on eBay because I didn't open it. I bought like five. I bought them when I went to um was it Celebration when they released those? I think last year. I forgot. I bought some blind boxes, and I hate that because mm. you pull what you pull. I mean, it's exciting, but it's like I don't play the lotto for that reason. Oh, God, I'm a sucker for blind right? boxes. Right? It's so fun, but it's like so disappointing most of the time. <laughs> I, I I nearly bought, so there was this uh, Naruto set, and I ended up buying, like I wanted Itachi. That was okay, the one okay. I wanted. And I bought probably half of the box. Just, just going in every yeah. week, just being like, just get oh, another 12 one. bucks, whatever, yeah. I'll grab it. Two Narutos, three Sasuke's, three Kakashi's, two Sakura's. And because Gara, I could tell because he's got like a big okay, sandbag okay. on his back, I could tell his was his because it was so thick. Just did not get a touchy. So I just gave all the extras that I had. And then you bought it on eBay or something? No, I okay. never bought it. <laughs> Uh, it, it defeated me. It beat me. It won. It That's won. Amazing. This is so stupid of a story, but like I have a, um, I love the like newer DuckTales season that came out and there was a, like a blind box. They were, they did a Darkwing Duck figure. Like the only figure from the new DuckTales that they did was in this blind box of like these little DuckTales blind things. I was like, oh crap. Like I, uh, but I found someone online who was like, here's how to find out the one that is Darkwing. Like there was something you could do and you could like see his hat or something. There was like a tiny like sliver. Mm. So you know I was at Target making my, making my kids wait. This was years ago. And I'm like, wait, I got to find the one. Like, I cheated. But I'm like, I'm not going to waste my money or my time trying to find Darkwing Duck. My mate's mum, she sells Lego. She resells it. Like, she'll take a set apart, sell okay, like, on okay. that brick. Zane's brick her customer. She'll sit there watching. Yeah, she'll sit there watching TV, apparently, and get the blind bags. Feel them? This one's Hermione. Done. Sells it on eBay because it's is she ever wrong? Hermione, but sealed. What? No. 
Because she'll just sit there. That until is she wild. Knows. That's a gift. Yeah. that's a gift. Because that, that that's what he said. Um, that's what Luke said. Um, his mum will do it, and she'll be like, "Do you want the whole set?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then she'll just give him the exact amount of bags and go there they are. Like at the store, like just and do he'll it. Open them. <laughs> no, well she she buys everything oh, like in oh, boxes okay, and, okay, that, okay. and then she'll. Oh, oh, oh yeah. dang! That's a skill. Yeah. That she's that that's her job. Like that's her full time job. That is what is really like just Lego. reselling. Mm. What yeah. the heck? That's wild. And like just buying set, sets in bulk, pulling them apart because like you know one set might have a certain window that yeah, no other set yeah. has, and people want that for their custom building. That's crazy. Like I, I just, I just just before this podcast, I built my a little Lego set nice, too. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> I just went through all the Fast and Furious movies because I haven't okay. really watched I've them. I've never seen a single one. And I fell in love with just how bad they are. Like, they're, they're <laughs> yeah, not great. Yeah, yeah. But they're so yeah, much yeah. fun. And I was like, I saw Brian's, like, Skyline Lego and I was like, I'm buying there that. There you go. That's fun. That's fun. I need yeah. to get the, um, I did see that they're doing um, a Young Jedi Adventure Lego set. And I low-key want to get that. Yeah. Um, well, it's out here. Oh, so is it? Okay. Uh, it doesn't have nubs, which is yeah. fine. But I just... It's the one with Yoda. Yeah, Yoda and yeah. Yeah. Um, some of the Kai and some of the other ones. It looks cool. I mean, I, I feel like one thing I want to be a completionist on is kind of High Republic, but I I still got to pick and choose. But it's starting to get out of hand. See, another shit thing is um, comics here. Oh, I, I bet. Comics. Like single issues or trades um, too? Yes, yeah, single okay. issues. Paper tradebacks, like Dimmicks might okay. get them. But like they might have okay. one, and that's it. And then for me to get, it's it's a bit of a cunt to get to in the city. But there's like a decent comic book shop, but that's like a forty oh, minute bummer. drive, and then you got to pay like thirty to fifty dollars for parking. <sighs> and I hate going on the okay. trains because people here just take their pants off and shit on the floor. <laughs> and yeah, it happens. <laughs> it happens, and um. Yeah, so I generally I try to wait. I've only managed to get one omnibus at the moment. Okay. I got the okay, one. okay. But um, one, one, when they announced the High Republic one, I was oh, like, oh, hundred percent. And there's like a yeah. there's two different covers. I've, I've Come got on, a guys. Few. I can't mm. like I can't do this. <laughs> like I've got a few. Like I want to get the Vader ones because the Vader comics are yeah, incredible. Yeah. They're just both like both of them, the Darth Vader mm-hmm. and Vader. They're just yeah, incredible. And then that once again that ties in with Afra. Exactly. Yep. Speaking that that's another one of okay. my favorite characters. I adore Afra and Triple Zero on that. Yes, like, I love Triple Zero. Yeah, yeah. They're just I, that is one. Th- just the bloodlust of a droid, <laughs> right? Well, so I've heard good. the dark droid stuff that's coming out soon. The like little mini series that like Charles Soule is going to do. I've heard mm. it's going to be pretty like epic and like lore heavy with like droids and stuff. Yeah, so it cool. might be really cool. Um, what was I going to say? Afra is I. I read her intro and I started it, but I need, I've only read the, um, the first run like line or, and so yeah. I need to get into it. Like everyone tells me and I just feel like that's, yeah. Cause he, the audio drama was good. Cause that kind of yes. covers yes. what yes. they did in the comics so too. That, and I enjoyed That's actually why I read up to so. that point. Cause I didn't want to like not know what was going on in the audio drama. So, um, plus it gets wild. Like the Vader down yeah. stuff. Like, it gets wild, that weird, like, robot Mon Calamari guy. <laughs> like, I can't remember his yeah, name. Yeah. But. That's so fun. Well, seriously, man, we should, I, I can just get, like, a, maybe we can have a service where it's, like, I just collect things until I can fill up a certain size box and then just ship you stuff. <laughs> 
and then that will cost no, me miles away. That, that would be like your parking, <laughs> maybe more than your parking to go to, to go on the tra- yeah. Anyway, it's like I sent a box of Aussie snacks to one one of the American friends I met through uh-huh. the page, and um, yeah, postage alone was I like bet. seventy bucks for this like I little bet. box. I know. I want at one point I wanted to send some American snacks to like a UK um, YouTuber that I really liked for a while. Um, cause she would do these like unboxings of like snacks. I was like, Oh, I'll send you. Mm. Oh, cause it was like Girl Scout cookies. She was trying to find Girl Scout cookies. I was like, Oh, I can't get you some. I see them all the time. Like I can send you some. And she's like, Oh, that'd be so cool. And then when I looked at shipping, I was like, uh, sorry, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm not going to spend 50 to yeah. $75 to ship you a box of cookies. Like anyway, yeah. I would do it for you though, dude. I would do it for you. Thank of you, course. Thank you. I, I do love, um, Captain Crunch. I got sent Captain Crunch. And I was like, I love this. Because one box of Captain Crunchy is like $14 oh to $17. Gosh. Oh, like regular flavor Captain Crunch? Huh? 20 bucks. What? Oh, fuck me. Just because it's imported or what? Yeah, I just got confirmed. Okay. Yeah. Regular yeah. Captain Crunch? Like, like the regular like square? Yeah, okay. just regular. Okay, yeah. I will say I grew up eating yeah. peanut butter Captain Crunch. And maybe because I'm American, but it's like a peanut butter thing. Like peanut butter Captain Crunch is crazy good. Like it's so good. <laughs> But that's like we that's like we see all your flavors are like Mountain Dew. We have green. <laughs> like that's it. And it's the energized one. It's not even the good oh. one. They turned it energized and they just fucked it. And then you see all your fantas, it's like we have orange. <laughs> I mean I get And then Dr. Pepper sucks. I will fight anybody over this. I hate Dr. Oh, okay. Pepper. I mean, that's fine. It's like drinking medicine. <laughs> it's basically like drinking medicine. I don't I don't have a um close love for Dr. Pepper, so that's fine. Dude, we... It's like a $6 can. What? <laughs> That's so weird. Oh, yeah, okay, import. okay, okay. Well, basically, what I hear what I hear us saying is that, like, eventually, I got to get down to Australia and experience all the stuff over there that you have that I don't. And then fl- on the other, opposite side, you and your wife come up to the States. You can try Vegemite. It's garbage. Oh, no, Vegemite's I don't... I don't I've, I've, I've tried it. I'm not doing that. Oh. <laughs> uh. I, I done a I done a spoonful on it of it the other week on oh, stream. Yeah. I had like a okay. sub goal. No. And then my, my brother in law sends sends a video, he posts it online. He's got like a fucking tablespoon. Just like going for it? Like, like loves it? Five mouthfuls. I'm like, <laughs> Have I you can't ever been this. to the States? No, no, I've never okay, left Australia. Okay. Never I've never been over there. So states, we'll states. Yeah. Yeah. States is definitely like obviously. Disneyland's the main thing. Yeah, I yeah. It, it's just like the the two things that I want to do. They're completely opposite sides of the country. So like, there's Disneyland, and then I want to go to New yeah. York. And I know this might sound weird, but I want to go to New okay. Jersey. Okay. <laughs> because Kevin Smith has a comic oh, book shop. Oh, okay. There. there you go. And I want to go to Jane Silent Bob's Secret okay. Stash. Other than that, I don't. Well, like I mean, Halsey and Mike M come from New Jersey. There you go. So. I- just At go to the East that, Coast because you could just go to you could just do Disney World. I mean, it's all on that same side. I mean, I know it's not Disneyland, but yeah, but it's not I Disneyland. Know, I know. Yeah, I've never been to Disney World actually. I've only been to Dis- Disneyland is like four, three and a half hour drive from. That's my Florida, house. isn't that? it? That's Florida. Yeah, isn't Florida. It? Disney World. Yeah, yeah it's Florida. Do we, have, do we have to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> you kind of mentioned it before, saying that you didn't have like. Your Star Wars thing was kind of a natural thing that you figured out on your own, but I guess for like just pop culture or maybe music or just like like you have an interest in you know it's an artistic leaning right like into music books like yeah. where did that come from is that something in, innate in you or who so, who kind of guided you in that as you were growing up? 
So growing up, pretty well bullied. I, I deserved it. I was a weirdo. <laughs> um, in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, I was oh. a little bit weird. Um, I got bullied and I was trying to fit in with all the cool kids. So I started listening to Eminem and that. So like that was kind of my first, like other than NSYNC, you know, I was like okay. six when it came out. And then like I was like, oh, this is cool because the film clip, they're yeah, all puppets. Yeah. That, that was really cool. That was kind of my first and Avril Lavigne and stuff like that. And then um, Eminem was kind of like the first big boy music that I had trying to fit in. And then um, then dad kind of. They got given like this ACDC Family Jewels DVD, it was just all their okay. film clips. You know, this is kind of before YouTube and being able to watch YouTube on your TV. And I was like, oh, th- this is cool. Like, you know, the cool, like rock sort of energy and stuff like that. And then obviously the Tony Hawks games and the WWE games as well, you know, like there's a lot of metal music in that. So that's kind of how I found punk and that. And then, um, then one of dad's mates, gave me a, D- a live DVD of Alice Cooper. And I put that on. Like, we got home. Dad was hanging out with him. They were having drinks. We got home at, like, 11 o'clock that night. And I put on this DVD, and it I, there was a song called Pick Up the Bones. And little me was like, skeletons are cool. Pick Up the Bones, put that on. And just seeing the theatrics that Alice Cooper had in that show, because, you know, like, he hangs himself, gets his head cut off and that on stage. I was like, this is really cool. Like, I had never experienced mm-hmm. anything like that. And then that was the big like theatrics of rock that I was like, holy shit, this is this is awesome. Like it's visually. And then I remember it was exact. It was 2007, New Year's Eve. I had $20. It was like for my Christmas money. We went into, there was like a better electrical, it was like electronic shop. They sold mm-hmm. CDs. And there was this one CD when we went in there that I kept looking at and it was Slipknot. I was like, this looks cool. I grabbed that CD, I went home, and, like, the most screaming I heard was, like, Linkin Park before that. So, you know, I was listening to, like, pretty elementary Mm -hmm. stepping stones, and then I've got that Slipknot CD. And that was the first time, like, as soon as kick, like, sick kicks in with the, like, and then he just does that scream. I was like, huh? What? What? And I was like. What what is this? Like I had never heard anything so violent and fast before, and I was sold. I was sold because like I've heard screaming like Lincoln Park. Like I think the first time I really heard screaming was My Chemical okay. Romance, um, Sharpest Lives. He does a bit of a it's not even a scream. It's more just like a yell. And then like I was like, oh that that sounds kind of cool. And then hearing it from there, and then it just kind of expanded. And then I was all like. I become obsessed with Slipknot, like obsessed. And then um, then I was all like, I wanted to play drums. And Dad's like, you can't play drums, you can play guitar. <laughs> He's like, I, I don't want to hear it. You can turn down a guitar, you can't turn down drums. So that's how I started playing guitar. And then I tried to start bands and that all through mm-hmm. high school. I ended up in this really bad grunge band called Wasted Talent. We were horrible. There was, there was one point there I was in three bands, so I had to practice every day of the week and I was playing shows both day of the wow. weekend. I was in Wasted Talent. I was in a thrash metal band called Anarchist. And then I was a screamer in a metalcore band with the dumbest name ever, Today's Friday. Love it. And then um, Today's Friday kind of guitarists went off to Perth and that, but then things didn't work out and then um, other guitarists just kind of wasn't interested anymore. 
And then the drummer said to me, he's all like, I want to play punk music because I started loving Blink. Like I went through the stage where I'm all like, oh, Blink, it's not metal. And then I started, you know, you're very elitist in the <laughs> early days. Like this this is it. And then um, then I started like broadening to, you know, like Good Child and that like in Green Day, they were all kind of during primary school. And I was like, oh, I've evolved past this. I'm into this metal music now, like Parkway Drive and everything. And like then started getting back into Blink and then really started getting into Blink because uh, my drummer is actually 10 years older than me. So like okay. he grew up like in the prime yeah, yeah. of Blink, and then he kind of got me back into it, and then um, then we started making Midnight Siren with four of the five members of Today's Friday, and then um, drummer moved away, like we recorded two songs, drummer moved away, and then I stayed in Santa for two more years after that, and then I, I messaged him, I was like, all right, where do you live? Tell me where he lives. And I was like, all right, I'll move up here. Move up here. He's like, I sold my drum kit. I was like, oh. all right, fair <laughs> enough. And then um, he's just gone through. He just got another drum kit. We've just started up again after like eight That's years. Awesome. So it's me and him and then we got a new guitarist and okay. a new bass player. So we got Jace and um, cool. Billy to come in. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, theatrics. Theatrics was definitely the big thing that drew me into music. And then, yeah. And having like, you know, obviously your dad didn't like outright say no. Like I tell my son no sometimes. (laughs) I've told him no to drums as well. I'm like, sorry. (laughs) Well, he, yeah. Well, drums were a big no because he's all like, I don't want to hear it. He's like, you could have guitar. But dad was also very much like a, if you want something, you need Mm -hmm. to work for it. And I appreciate him this for me. So, like, 14, I got a job at Macca's or McDonald's for Americans. Got, got a job at Macca's and my first lot of money that I made there went into buying a really, really shit practice <laughs> guitar. That's great. Okay, so I'm going to get to the question that I ask everybody that I think maybe has caused you a little bit of stress in the past. But I'm going to ask. Oh, I'm so ask much stress anyway. the whole time. I'm like, what am I going to say? <laughs> All right, well, let's just do it. What, what, what is your last current next? Uh, the last book book that I read, so I've been reading the Berserk mm-hmm. manga series, which is incredible. Everybody should read Berserk. Um, but the last book book I read was um, Road to Neverwinter, the Dungeons and Dragons oh, toy okay. book that's set before the movie. And because not enough people saw that damn movie and it was great. I heard it was really good. And it was fantastic. I, it's just whoever at Paramount needs to find God because... <laughs> They released Dungeons and Dragons between John Wick and Super Mario, and now they've just released Transformers between Spider Verse and The Flash, <laughs> and then they're releasing Mission Impossible a week Oppenheim. before Oppenheimer yeah. and Barbie. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they they were doing all the advanced screenings for Dungeons mm. and Dragons, like a month and a half before the movie came out, that's when yeah. they should have released yeah. it. And I had so much fun with the movie, and when when I saw there was a book, I was like, "Yep, it was good." It was good. It was just wait. Is it an adaptation? Just or it's a okay. Okay, I think you said that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it it, there is weird bits in it, like it's um, Edgar reading to his daughter, telling her a story about a adventure that he did. I felt like that part wasn't needed. They could have just had it as like how they kind of meet, like how he meets like Forge and all that, like. It's just fun. There's another D&D book that I need to read about um, 
the druid character. I can't remember her name, but um, that I've got that. It'll, it'll get. It'll, I'll get there eventually. Current, yeah, like I'm kind of I'm reading Berserk at the moment, but um, I'm near the end, so I'm trying to take my time okay. with it because being a manga and that like, and the books are anywhere between fifty and eighty dollars each because they're oh, big. I buy the big deluxe uh-huh. editions, and um. Yeah, I've nearly caught up, so I'm like trying to. I don't want to wait too much. Like, I like to have something to go into from there. Um, but a little bit nervous since the original author and illustrator, uh, Kentaro, died in 2021. Oh, okay. I think he did. He did tell his like protege where the stories he okay. wanted it to go. So I kind of hope it's still good because it's been amazing. Um, and my next, despite the. 386 million books I haven't read on my shelf downstairs. I'm like, I'm going to read Lord of the Rings again. <laughs> That's awesome. And I keep running um, and went to the bookstore today and then there was, because they're just releasing these really nice mm-hmm. hardcovers mm-hmm. of all the books. Like I got the Fall of, I always butcher it, Numenor. New, Numor. Yeah, yeah. Numenor, yeah. Um. Got the hardcover of that, and then we're down there because I love the Hobbit. Like I prefer the Hobbit okay, over the Lord okay. of the Rings. Um, I, I don't know. It just had that sense of like real magic and yeah, wonder to yeah. it. Like don't like Lord of the Rings is incredible. Like it's his magnum opus. But like Hobbit was just so fun. But now I've seen that they've done like Fellowship. They've done all of them. Nice. In the hardcover. Did you see? There's that new illustrator. Is it illustrated? And, uh, it's a Hobbit illustrated. A new one that's coming out. It looks yeah, so yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I've also got The Hobbit um, as a graphic oh, novel. Oh, cool, cool. That's awesome. really cool. I know Justin's been wanting to do yeah. a um, group read of basically all these and like do an epic Tolkien um, like mm. group reread. So I don't know when that I would be ready for that, but uh, that'd be fun. And then once again, I always butcher the name, the Sim, oh. Sim Similarity. <laughs> Simarillion. Yeah, I always butcher the name. Um I want to read that, but everybody's like, it's Have depressing. you never, have you read it? Okay, okay. No. It's it's not to. Dep- Everybody says it is, it is a bit it, of a tough It's read. a tough read. It's basically like, it's one of those books where you will be proud that you did it, but along the way, you might not always enjoy it the whole time. So, um, mm. it, it's kind of like a textbook, I would say. Um, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. I, I liked it. I, I didn't think it was hard to read. Um, it's a challenging read, I would say, but it's not, it's not unenjoyable in the end. So anyway. Yeah. And then what's got me excited is they had that game kind of announced yesterday that, um, Minecraft type game where it's, you go into, um, Maria. Oh, really? I haven't heard of that. You, you're a dwarf and you get to dig a hole. Like I'm sorry. That's, that's all I need. You're a dwarf, you dig a hole. So wait, it's a. Don't don't tell me anything else. That's all I need. <laughs> so let is me it dig like a, a hole console as a dwarf or like a PC. Like what is it? I, I it's probably coming out oh, and everything, but okay. it's like a multiplayer oh. thing. It's, apparently, it's set after Lord okay. of the Rings, and it's kind of them reclaiming. Whoa, the Whoa, what? I'm gonna go research. And that. I'm like, and I was like, shit, time for them to um announce that the after Gollum the game or whatever. Abortion of Gollum that just came out. <laughs> like, did you play that? It's yeah. Okay. No. It looks no. horrible. Cuz I yeah, it 
like he has, a, I've been watching videos. He has a sprint. <laughs> you can sprint for two seconds, and then it takes ten seconds to like oh. Oh, regain no. it. <laughs> oh man. And yeah. Well, cool. That's awesome. Definitely keep me in in the loop on what's going on with your reads. And you still have Red Rising. Don't forget. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get <laughs> okay, there. Okay, okay. Maybe. Dang. Maybe. All right, man. Well, you said it already, already before, but where can people uh, find you, interact with you online? You can find me at that dude that read that book. You can find me on Twitch and Kick now. I've started that up at that dude that plays that game. Uh, you can find me on Spotify with my band, uh, Midnight Siren. Sometimes since we've only got the two songs, it could be a little bit hard. The easiest way to find the band is Midnight Siren, I Wanna. That's mm. one of our songs. Uh, we will have three new songs coming soon, maybe more. We've got two done now, and we're doing another one next week. Um, where else can you find me? I'm on Twitter as that dude that plays that game. Um, YouTube, that dude that made that video, but it's pretty much just me reposting everything that I post onto TikTok. TikTok, you can find me at both that dude that read that book and that dude that plays that game. It's both of them okay. as one. So, like, I've done that. Yeah. Nice, nice. Look, long username to overcompensate for areas where I'm <laughs> short. Well, man, it has been an absolute pleasure. And this, I know this will not yes. be the last time we chat. So I'm stoked to have you on for this nerd out session. And yeah, just just don't put me in between like incredible authors. Hey, please. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I value you and my friends as much as my uh, author interview. So it's been an awesome pleasure. So thanks so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I want to give Mitch another huge thanks for joining me today on this episode. I know this will not be the last time we talk because new K-pop songs are always coming out, new books are always coming out, and he's just my bud, so I'm stoked to be able to have talked to him today. I hope you enjoyed our time, and I can't wait for the day where we get to do our epic Star Wars book meetup and we get to hang out in person. Thank you so much for joining me today. June has an extra episode coming out this month, so keep your eyes and ears peeled in one week for another episode of This Dad Reads. I'll catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. For more of my content, visit my website at thisdadreads.com for full book reviews, interviews, and articles. Follow me on socials at thisdadreads on Twitter and Instagram. This Dad Reads, the podcast, is produced by Erebus Industries and me. Special thanks to my editor, Jeremy Tuttle, and Tacoma Media for the use of their song Bounce. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and leave me a five-star review. It really helps. Catch you next time.